Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Long Live Hollywood podcast. My name is Aaron. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast. God bless you. How are we doing, folks? To be honest with you, this episode, the one that you're listening to right now, should have been uploaded a long time ago. The previous episode, uh, the one, uh, the previous one, a conversation about anime with my friend and I, that one took forever. And the reason why that took as long as it did, one of our best friends, one of our best friends since childhood passed away. And that really threw us out of whack. But I'm glad to finally have that episode uploaded and finally this one uploaded. I'm glad to be to be back on the mic. I'm glad to be podcasting again. This is podcasting has been so much fun. I never thought I'll have this fun podcasting. It's very educational. Um, I don't know. Uh, I hope that I'm kind of funny. You know, every now and then I'm very informative. Uh, I like my sense of humor. I like who I am. And I'm just trying trying to connect with the world. I love podcasting. Anyway, let's get to it, shall we? Let's get to the good stuff. I think it's time we blow the scene. Get everyone and the stuff together. All right, three, two, one, let's jam. Cowboy Bebop, the live action adaptation of the anime show. Believe it or not, I saw Cowboy Bebop, the, sh- the show and the movie, for the first time in my life last year. Yes, last year. And that was due to the pandemic, right? So I had all this time on my hand, all this free time. And I figured this is the perfect time to finally check out Cowboy Bebop. Great show. Great anime. And I believe Cowboy Bebop came out originally Back in 98, I believe, 1998, it was one of the very first animes to ever air on Toonami. I believe so. This trailer looks good for the most part. For the most part, the cinematography, I am blown away by the cinematography. This looks amazing. This truly looks like Cowboy Bebop being brought to life. Great cinematography. The music, very faithful to the anime. I love that jazzy bluesy music all that being said we got to talk about the choices the actors that are going to be playing spike the uh fay and jet black let's start with spike being played by john chu john cho excuse me uh c-h-o john cho john cho he sounds like spike he seems to have spike down packed you know he's very his acting is very faithful to the source material i'll give him that that being said he he really doesn't look nothing like spike appearance wise he doesn't pass for spike just his acting not a total deal breaker i'm I'm not upset about this it's just something that's very obvious you know it's very apparent he does not look like spike but the acting seems to be there i'll give him that And like most people, I do agree he is a bit too old to play Spike. He is 49 years old. When I think of Spike, I think of a guy that's around 36, 37, 38. 
Next up, we have Daniela Pineda. She is going to be playing Faye. Once again, Daniela looks nothing like Faye from the anime. No accuracy there. When I look at her performance, it looks like she's trying to do something different or something. John Cho, at least he sounds like Spike. His performance is similar to Spike. There's some accuracy there. Daniela, there is no accuracy to um, the anime Faye. There's really nothing. Daniela as Faye, I really do not agree with. And finally, we have Mustafa Shakir. I remember this guy. This guy, he played uh, Bushmaster in Luke Cage Season 2. Remember that guy? Arlem is mine. Yeah, that guy. He looks pretty fine as Jet Black, performance-wise. Fine, nothing too crazy. He, he's just okay. These choices are just okay. Some a little better than others but you know nothing too crazy other than that the rest of the trailer really looks good that was my only issue was the three actors you take the actors out of the equation and you look at everything else look at the cinematography it is amazing the cinematography is incredible the music the action everything else looks really good i cannot wait for this to come out I wonder if this adaptation is going to have any new music. Music that wasn't in the anime. I think that would be kind of cool, right? Some brand new music. That would be really nice. Cowboy Bebop, the live action adaptation, will arrive on Netflix on November 19th, 2021. This year. In a couple of days. Well, give or take. The real folk blues Oh, yeah. Let me get some water. That is not easy on the throat. All right. Let's keep the party going. The new Disney Pixar movie, Lightyear, that's going to be coming out next year. Oh, my goodness. I haven't been this excited for a Pixar movie in a long time. I love Pixar. I love Disney. I have a huge Disney movie collection. I have never been this excited to see a Pixar movie. This movie looks amazing. I do have a question. Since we are talking about the real Buzz Lightyear, is Buzz his real name? Or is it a nickname? It sounds more like a nickname. And also Lightyear, is that his real last name? Buzz Lightyear, that kind of sounds like his alter ego, you know? Even though the movie is animated, something about it seems very live action. What I mean by this is its overall tone. You look at past Pixar movies like Ratatouille, Incredibles, Finding Dory. They all kind of have the same tone, give or take. Very cutesy, fun for the family. Uh, you know, what we've come and what we've come to know at this point. When we look at Lightyear, Lightyear just seems very epic. Yes, that is the word. Lightyear looks epic. Pixar is going for something epic. That is the difference. I have never described a Pixar movie as epic. I wonder if this movie is going to have any Star Command characters. For those of you who do not know what I'm talking about, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, that was a animated tv show that came out in the early 2000s i believe it was about 
the real Buzz Lightyear, not the toy. Similar situation, what's going on with the movie. It was about the real Buzz. Hang on, let me pull it up. Okay, let me see if I can pull up some characters. Okay, we have Buzz Lightyear, obviously. Zerg, he was the bad dude in Toy Story 2. He was in the show. Princess Miranova, she was in the show. Warp Dark Matter, uh, XR, and Commander Nebula. And then we have um, Romac. These are all Star Command characters. I wonder if the movie is going to have these characters. That would be kind of cool. One of the bigger questions is, is there a connection between the Lightyear movie and the Toy Story movies? Is there a connection there? And according to the director, there is no connection. Lightyear is its own movie, its own universe. Toy Story is its own universe, own movie. I'm completely fine with that. Look at Buzz in the Lightyear movie. Just by looking at the trailer, he looks like he's going to be an historic figure. Someone that saved the galaxy. Someone of, you know, just very historic. And then you look at Buzz Lightyear in the Toy Story movie. Andy's toy Buzz. If that Buzz Lightyear was based on the historic Buzz Lightyear, it wouldn't it'd be kind of weird if you look at toys in general toys are usually based off of video game characters comic book characters movie characters cartoon characters they're usually not based off of historic people how many times have you went to a target or a walmart and saw a martin luther king action figure a gandhi action figure someone that is historic usually never and if you do, it's not a toy. It's more of a of a figurine. You know, they're not toys. I think the only way that these two worlds can collide, one of the only ways, is if the Lightyear movie was a movie about an actor. If the Buzz Lightyear and Lightyear was an actor. If the whole movie was about a guy pursuing his dreams of being an actor and then he lands the world of Buzz Lightyear. Now he's rich and famous. He has his own toy line. I can see the two worlds connecting like that. That would make sense. And I could also see Andy making a cameo appearance in Lightyear. Let's say there's a scene where uh, Buzz is signing autographs at San Diego Comic-Con or like a, uh, a Hollywood uh, red carpet premiere of a movie. And then Andy walks up, hey, I'm your biggest fan. And then he gets his picture taken, a selfie, whatever. That that would be kind of cool. I could see the worlds collect, uh, colliding like that. And um, let's say if there was going to be a Toy Story five, I could see Lightyear camming, making a cameo in Toy Story five. The Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story is based off of a what was Andy watching uh, like a show or something? Because remember, Buzz was a was the big toy. He was the hot item in the first movie, I believe. Andy was watching a, a TV show that was really popular or something. You have the TV show and then now you have the live action movie. And then for the cameo, I could see the real Buzz Lightyear 
driving a Ferrari or something, you know, like an exotic car or maybe or maybe the toys, Woody, Buzz Lightyear and the rest of the toys. Maybe they're they are at a shopping mall or something. And then we see the real Buzz looking at shoes or clothes for a minute. A Stan Lee type cameo. If the Lightyear movie was about an actor pursuing his dreams and then becoming the real Buzz Lightyear, then there could be a connection. I think that'll be the best connection. Overall, great teaser. I love the CGI. I love how epic it looks. And um, I guess at this point in the next trailer, hopefully... We see some Star Command characters. That may be a bit of a stretch. Maybe I'm just being a nerd. I would love to see some Star Command characters. I think that'd be kind of cool. Tell me, boy, I wouldn't be sweet. So, yeah, this looks good so far. Bring on the the next trailer, the real trailer, the synopsis trailer. This looks good. Lightyear is coming out next year, summer of 2022. Breaking news. Gal Gadot is officially going to play the queen in the live-action remake of Snow White. Gal Gadot is way too attractive to play the queen. The queen is supposed to be jealous of Snow White's looks. The queen is going to be played by Gal Gadot. Not only is she attractive, she is Greek goddess attractive. And she's supposed to be nothing against Rachel Zegler. She's very attractive. But when you put her against Gal Gadot, you see what I'm saying here? I'm just saying maybe it's just me. Maybe they're not going for that kind of accuracy, which is understandable. It's Disney. It's not a Ridley Scott movie. You know, honestly, I really wasn't too excited to see this movie, but uh, knowing that Gal Gadot is going to be the queen really kind of sparks my interest just, just a little bit. I think Gal Gadot is really good for the part. However, I do hear that she is going to be playing a different iteration of the queen, some something a little bit more different, uh, a little bit of a twist on the character i don't like that i love the animated queen i love her her personality i love her uh her wickedness i love her uh you know it, she, she has this uh she, she's not scary I, I wouldn't use the word scary but she she, she she i don't know what it is about her that really works you know she it's just something about her image that is so unique. And I want that in the live action movie. Don't change anything about her looks or her personality. You know, don't change that. And just to backtrack a little bit, she does look kind of scary. But anyway, Gal Gadot is the evil queen in the upcoming Snow White in the Seven Dwarfs movie. Production starts in 2022, next year. Somewhere my prince will come. Somewhere 
The long-awaited Hocus Pocus 2 synopsis has finally been revealed. After all these years, they're giving us the same movie. They're pulling an Incredibles 2. The first Incredibles came out in 2004. Great movie. 2 is a great movie too, but after all these years, you're giving me the same movie? 2 is a good movie, but come on. That's the same situation that's going on right here. The first Hocus Pocus came out in 93. And now Hocus Pocus, Pocus Pocus 2 sounds like the same movie. That's not how sequels work. That's how remakes work. Don't give me the same movie. Where are the legacy characters? Speaking of the legacy characters, I'm going to pull up the cast of Hocus Pocus. Okay. I just want to talk about the three kids. Let's start with Thora Birch. She played Danny, the little girl. The, uh, you know, Max's uh, little sister. Let's take a look at her movies and see if she's still active in Hollywood. Does she still act? Okay, what's her recent movie? Above Suspicion. I've been meaning to see that one. That's with Amelia Clark, uh, Daenerys from Game of Thrones. Okay, that one came out in 2019. Uh, okay, and uh, and another movie, Kind Red Spirits. Kind Red Spirits came out in 2019. Uh, yeah, I mean, she looks, she still looks pretty active, and uh, she's 39 years old. She looks good. Yeah, she's still active. Let's look at Omri Katz. He played Max. Let's take a look at his movies. Okay, what do you got? He doesn't have too much. What's his recent movie? Uh, it looks like 31 Nights of Halloween. I don't even know if that's a movie, but that came out in 2019. He seems kind of kind of active. Before 2019, his previous movie was in 90 no 2000 it looked it looks like he doesn't seem that active i don't know if he would have been a part i mean you know you can still call him up and see if he wants to be a part of the sequel but armory cats doesn't look that active and let's go with vanessa shaw she played allison do you still act Let's look at her recent stuff. Actually, here's a movie called We Need to Do Something. That's what it's called. We Need to Do Something. That came out this year. Okay. She still acts. She's still out there. And before that, uh, oh, and in 2021, The Blazing World. So she did two movies that came out this year. Yeah, and also she has quite the, the, uh, yeah, she has a, she has quite a bit of movies here and, it, you know, she does look pretty active. Yeah. And she is 45 years old. She still looks great. Yeah. So why aren't these actors in the movie? They seem to be finding work still. Um, they're still pretty active. Disney should cut these actors a check bringing the actors into the movie I, I don't think money is a problem they can throw 
a lot of money at these actors. Disney is worth a lot of money. The story should be like this. The legacy characters should play the parents of the high school characters. The high school characters, they resurrect the the witches. They are back from the dead. And at some point in the movie, the legacy characters are like, oh, my God, the witches are back. Something that is similar to that. Whatever story that they choose, the legacy characters should play the parents. There is no reason why the legacy characters are not in the movie. And it's funny that the only only character that is in the movie that was in the last movie besides the you know legacy witches sarah jessica parker uh, betty and kathy is the guy who played um the zombie what's his name um i think i just read it um i forget but it's a guy who plays the zombie you know the the, uh the talking zombie they got that guy back okay cool i guess you know what folks this movie actually needs the legacy characters think about the story this is the story of the witches coming back to life to seek revenge who killed the witches in the first movie who killed the witches the legacy characters max danny allison are they in the sequel no so if the witches are going to be seeking revenge again, revenge against who? The new high schoolers? What did they do? This movie is set 29 years later into the future. 29 years later. They weren't born. So if the witches are going to be taking revenge, you're going to need the legacy characters. Because the way the story is set up, you need the legacy characters. This movie looks like a soft remake. They might as well just make this a full remake. This is not a sequel. You gotta put in the legacy characters. It just makes no sense. (laughs) It makes no sense. I'm just saying. Just saying. Hocus Pocus 2 releases onto Disney Plus next year of 2022. Which is kind of weird because... Uh, this movie does not have a release month, just a year. And 2022 is around the corner. You know what, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm guessing they they are behind schedule with the production. This movie just now got into production. They're just now filming it. And 2022 is upon us. Still no release month. I'm guessing they are really behind. I don't know. Maybe. And also you got to factor in, you know, it's just Hocus Pocus 2 and they're kind of doing the same movie twice. And they figure that they can just slap this movie together really quickly and be ready by October Halloween of 2022. That's what I'm guessing. Well, that concludes the episode. What am I about to do? I was about to do something very important. I think I got to I think I got to pay a bill. Yeah, I'm also watching the football game Seahawks and Green Bay and podcasting at the same time. Multitasking, right? That's always fun. Fun indeed. Uh, commercial break. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a wrap. That's all I got. Thank you 
for tuning in to the Long Live Hollywood podcast. My name is Aaron. Be safe out there. Love each other. Do nice things for each other. And good things will come to you. I promise you. Take care now. I'm out of here.